Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of... The Sports Buzz. We technically haven't voted on that new rule yet, but it feels like it should be. This is our podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on every single week. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, delicious Strangeland Brewery. And my name's Coach. Uh, we enjoy Strangelands for any, every, and all occasions. I'll be hosting your show tonight because apparently our actual host can't do his job. Look, I uh, thought I was going to have a little bit more time right. to prepare. Let me welcome our other co-host, Mr. Knows-It-All. How's it going, vacuum salesman? It's doing well. I'm, like, way back here. Uh, we got our boy Domingo the Flamingo in the studio. Lana the Hamster, as always, chilling in her pile of dirt. And Ballad, punching the buttons. Hello. Bringing Hank Hill. Bringing the noise. Hello, I'm Hank Hill. And I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Uh, I live next door, which means I'm your neighbor and you're my friend. Coming to you from Casa de Ballad in Austin, Texas, here on Tuesday, November the 27th. Um, This is our amateur hour. If you are listening, you are listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please follow on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, give us some five-star views. Let us know how we're doing. Um, Find us on Facebook and Twitter. Find our... Sponsors from day one, Strangeland Brewery on Twitter. The uh, the brewery out there got a party coming up this weekend uh, tomorrow. If you're listening to the show, um, got a chili cookoff, and I'm looking forward to that. I'll take a bowl of the white gravy and a bowl of brown gravy, or chili. Uh, this weekend will be chilly, but Val, um, do you want to tell the people about uh, some of the festivities going on out there? I could try, but the words would not even do it justice. If you want to have a good time, you've got to get out to the brewery. Like Dale just mentioned, it's Saturday. Uh, No tickets required, so if you're just listening to this Saturday morning getting ready for some college football, uh, no fear. You can just show up. They'll probably have a TV out there. Doesn't matter, though, because this doesn't start till 5. So you can watch Texas beat OU, and then go fill yourself up with some chili. It's going to be a good time. That's it's going to be fun. That's the scary part is I'm going to watch Texas NOU at 11 o'clock. And I'm going to be shit hammered by the time the game's over. I'm going to need a nap. Well, with the good times rolled strangely after that. There'll be plenty of time for a nap. Also, if they put beans in that chili, I swear to God. I like a little beans in my I chili. I can't eat that crap. That's not chili. I can't eat that crap. Uh, and if I don't ever poop again, well, that's just going to be who I am. <laughs> uh... Problems go, I don't have. Go <laughs> check out the brewery if you're in the Austin area. It's going to be a good time. Got some beer poking going on. Probably some limited release beers. Um, our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. Should be great weather this weekend. Go out, camp, even get on the water if you're brave enough. Uh, should be nice, sunny, and uh, almost 80 degrees this weekend. Follow the brewery on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Follow us at SportsBuzzTX. Let's get into show business. And first piece of show business, a uh, little roll call. Everybody is actually here for the first time in a month, month and a half. I don't even know. <clears throat> At least, gentlemen, welcome back. Glad to have everyone in studio. How was everyone's Thanksgiving break? Um, it was 
full of family, friends, food, and uh, a lot of football. And I drank quite a bit. Here's the thing. When, let me let me go ahead More and ask all of you guys because I'm a stickler for the rules and each month has its own holiday. So I don't start Christmas until the 1st of December, but apparently everybody else likes to start Christmas fucking in November. Yeah, after uh, Halloween. When do you guys start Christmas set up, celebrations, listening to music? When is it acceptable for y'all? It's, music is not acceptable until like... The day, uh, maybe the week of Christmas. It's just too much Christmas music. I can't listen to the same shit for. Are you a Grinch? Yeah, maybe. Um, but we always used to put up the Christmas tree, uh, like when we got home from Thanksgiving. So like the Sunday after Thanksgiving, almost December. That was always our tradition when I was still putting up trees and shit. Yeah. So so November is really known for Black Friday, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's right. You are a big Black Friday guy. Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Let's not forget that. Um. But the Christmas tree can go up right after Thanksgiving, but the lights and everything outside should not go up until the 1st of December. That's what I believe. You know, shame on you guys. You know, when I think of November, I think of Veterans Day. I can't believe <laughs> that you guys just completely forgot about those who sacrificed the most. So well that we played. could celebrate well played. any version of the holiday that you want. You know, shame on you guys. Yeah, I don't want to hear anyone here ever talking again. About how they don't like seeing players kneel for the anthem. Okay? At least they know when Veterans Day is. But Christmas, it's Christmas year round in my head, baby. Every day, every day. All I'm thinking is, oh yeah, it's Christmas time. Christmas is a mindset that I'm happy to live in 24-7, 365. I'm a giver. It's a mindset. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. I mean, yes, I like ma'am. I like that. I like that ballad. So you're that guy that keeps his Christmas lights up year-round, right? Oh, yeah. No sense in, in, in having to put them up and down. It's like you, what you, you make your bed every morning. You're just going to get back into it. When I get home, I want to be in Christmas spirit year-round, Yes, baby. you make your bed every day. It's called starting a routine ballad. Oh, starting a routine. You know what my routine is? Not making my bed. I've been doing it for 27 years. Worked out pretty well. He has made it this far. I'm on right. your side there. I don't, right, I don't like making the bed every day. Let's move along. Okay, let's move on. Um, Ballad, you didn't tell us really about your Thanksgiving. You know, what'd you do? <clears throat> well, I'll tell you the most important thing I did. I ran the entire turkey trot. Like, all the haters, which there were many, said I wouldn't be unable to do. I. What was your time? My time is not important. The oh, is... that's what's important because you could have walked. Uh, there was no walking. I was actually the first battle to finish, and my brother runs high school cross country. I so, find that so hard technically, to you finished before Mitchell. I I, I finished for Mitchell, who never even started. I what? Fin- he didn't do it. He he didn't. He had to go to uh, his uh, the family and Colleen, his wife's family, conveniently. Yeah. Time that to be go figure. Yeah. Smart guy. And then um, I like your brother even more now. And then my my high school brother, who is very very fast, uh, I beat him too. Sure. He started an hour ahead of me and had an extra, whatever a half mile, a half marathon minus five k is, but still finished before him. So I was technically so the he first ran the ballot ten, to finish the race. He ran the ten k. No, he ran the half marathon. Oh, pacing seven minutes a mile. Six fifty five. Yeah, something ridiculous. He won like that. his age division, correct? Won the age division. Yeah. But of the family, I was the first to f- across the finish line. So there's uh, and and that's that's. Can't argue there. I have I have the results to prove it, and re- ran the whole thing. So well, well Mitchell is going to have to explain himself next time we start talking about draft picks around here. Yeah, he's going to have to. So yeah, turkey trot. Well, I saw uh, you did good. so well. You even got a a medal. I got a medal. Oh man, I'm, I was going to wear it. It's it's in my shut car. up. <laughs> Stop talking about this participation medal, you millennial ass. Dude, it was so funny. My mom gets done with the race and she comes over and goes, she goes, oh, look, I got a medal. And we're like, yeah, good job, mom. We're proud of you. We, we're real we... proud of you, mom. Moms, uh, the real goats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no shit. Um, uh, oh, what other rules? We got We got to remind people of our new rules going on here. Yeah. You know, coach, you know, it's been about a month since, you, since you've been here. So we've come up with some, some new rules since your yeah, departure. No, no names. Yeah, we, we have finally crowned 
Mr. No. We don't say any words associated with any beer other than our sponsor, Strangeland. Correct. Here we go. That's a hard one. That's a hard one to play on. And Dale's got to shotgun if he doesn't have beers ready for the podcast. You need to vote on that one, which I'll open up for a vote right now. Oh yeah, I seconded it. I'm not. I'm not shotgunning a Strangeland, guys. It's not. It's not going to work. What would you shotgun then? I'm not shotgunning a Strangeland. (laughs) (laughs) So all those in favor? Actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna change the rule. What? I'm going to change the rule. You that brought it to a vote, got seconded, and now you're going to change it? Well, I'm not going to make rules. That he, port- actually didn't, he actually didn't bring it to a vote. You're going to pork gonna belly a, this bill? Yeah, I'm not going to make a rule that Dale's just not going to follow. That's no fun. Pork belly. I will say, though, if, if Dale does not serve beers correctly at the beginning of an episode, he has to drink his beer out of a straw for the rest of the show. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like uh, okay, so we will bring – I will second this. We'll bring to the, the first one right floor here. to the vote. <laughs> All those in favor say aye. 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 There we go. Aye. Aye. Unanimous. <laughs> Our first unanimous vote ever. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm much, much better with that than uh, than shotgunning and wasting a beer that should be enjoyed. All right. Sure. So, uh, and then lastly, no more of uh, the E word. No E words. No E words. I don't know which one. The one that stupid computer lady says every time we oh, start yeah. the show. She, says, she does a lot of she, she owes us way too many drinks yeah. to count. Well, you're the expert. All right. What's next in show business, Ballad? Some of the show business is that everyone at this table owes me money. I had almost forgot it two weeks ago. Where's the invoice? Uh, it's it's in the mail. I already put my down payment in last week. You know, I'm not I'm not here to pester you guys for the cash. But I need that cash, okay? What's what's the amount? Uh, let's uh, just call it. Let's... Yeah, why don't, why don't you just invoice it correctly, like you should have done send three a, weeks send a Venmo ago? Request. Okay, yeah. this this week I'm sending a Venmo request, and I expect it all to be paid up come next Tuesday when we record this show again. I'll do, do my best. Hey, payday's on Friday. I, I've already I told you I've already yeah. I've already put down my down payment. You know, I tried to give <laughs> I tried to give everyone the opportunity to be a gentleman you know, about it. Try to give everyone the opportunity oh, yeah. to, to come forward and just pay it on their own accord, Wait, but we've got to do this the hard way. We've got to we got to have me pestering you guys via Venmo, and that I'm fine to good. do that. But I thought right, we'd have the opportunity to to everyone just to man up and, and pay it. But if that's if this is how it's going to be, that's how it's got to be. I'm not, I mean, not, not a goddamn a wizard. Of, we're not going to pay you a random amount of money until you tell us how much it is, fool. I'm no medium with a shop well, where I read my crystal ball. Thirty. Okay, let's. Uh, <laughs> we'll call it thirty then. Thirty it is. It is. Uh, show bet. Uh, I have no idea. We're 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 encapsulated by this show bet. Uh, uh, we we parlayed our our show bet tonight because we could not believe how many times we've gotten single games wrong. So we decided to go with two games. Pittsburgh is playing Iowa. Iowa at is Iowa. an 11 and a half point favorite at home. We took the points. We took Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's up 46 to it, 40 at halftime. There you go. Yep. Mm. yep. And uh, on the other side of it, we took Wisconsin, North Carolina State. We took the under 141, and we are currently at halftime as well, 36 to 29. So we're looking pretty good. That seems good. Both so, our show picks. So far, so good. Intact good. still. Nice. Um,. We're not even watching. I guess they're at halftime. That's probably a good excuse. Both are. Yeah, both are. Perfect. But we are watching Michigan State currently fall to Louisville, 81-78, currently with seven seconds left in the game. Texas should have beat them. You know, if I knew these games would be going as well, they would have. I would have bet the house. (laughs) Bet the house, man. It's a good choice. It's a smart bet. Bet bet the the house. house. Um, Guys, let's move on to week 13 of college football. One of the – an exciting week. Uh, to say the least, where I guess we will start with, let's the start with the greatest game of all time. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> let's Texas just get State, it out the way. I know. Let's just do it. Texas A&M, LSU, seven overtimes, points galore. Guys, if you missed this one, it was impossible to miss it because it went on for like eight hours. It never ended. An exciting football game, no doubt. Where were, you know, 10 years from now, people will say, hey, where were you during the LSU Aggie game? What will y'all say? 
Um, I was at Mountain Breeze by myself. I watched by myself. But uh, t- don't let that take away from how exciting the game was. Okay? I was going nuts. I couldn't stop. I couldn't look away. Uh, yeah, Coach and I already talked about this. Greatest game ever played. Get the fuck out of here with all that garbage. Um, Name me one better that goes that in depth and it's so back and forth. I, I mean, yes, as far as entertainment value, yeah, it was great. But seven overtimes to go 25 yards and with two defenses that really stopped, I mean, really didn't stop anybody near the end. I can think of four or five games in my lifetime, one especially, uh, the Texas and USC game is the best football game that I've ever watched in my life. Uh, I, I still think that, yes, this was exciting. Yes, it was awesome. It never ended. And there was some calls by referees that kept this game going and gave it easier chances to keep going. But, yeah, it was exciting. I'll give you that. And it's definitely in my top ten of football games that I've ever watched. I mean, you're talking about a game that, yeah, has the most scoring. Total yards, just over a 1,000, which is unimpressive in my opinion. Two total turnovers. It's it, it it's not good football. It, it's just not good football. Okay, you want to talk about good games just this year? Let's talk about West Virginia Oklahoma. That was a much better game. They had the most total yards of offense ever with zero defense. How can you say it's a better game? How is this the most total yards in a game ever? No, no the Oklahoma West Virginia game. Yeah. They each had like seven or eight hundred yards. They're really bad defenses. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's That's not, not a better game. Okay, and there's been better overtime games. There's been longer overtime games that have more excitement. I'm saying this just because you score a ton of points and it lasts forever doesn't make it the greatest football game of all time. Second longest game of all time. Only the second I, game to ever go to seven overtimes. What? What? Okay, you explain to me why this is the greatest football game of college football. So I'm I'm not saying that's the okay. Let me take or it back. One of the best games. It's one, one of the, the best. best it's one time. of the best games because when you come down to it, do you know how many clutch plays had to be made in that game I'll for it to go that. seven? Okay, USC Texas. There was one extremely clutch play, and that was Vince Young taking it in at the end to win the game. The fourth down stop on fourth and an inch. Okay. okay White. Fourth, fourth and an inch. Two. This game to go seven overtimes. You have to not only score a touchdown. You have to go for two, and you have to make it. I say make it. You have to either make it or make or match. Make make or match. So there were more clutch plays made in the final overtimes of this game than any other game this year. And if you can match me and say, okay, there's another team that made more clutch plays down the stretch that actually had an implication on a game-winning anything in this, then okay, we can have that argument. But you cannot tell me that. You can't name one. A&M got away with some calls. Okay, but you can't fault the game for bad calls because there's bad calls in yes. every game. Yes, but they should have they should have reviewed the fourth and eighteen. They should have gotten called for a illegal formation on the why on would the spike. They, why would they review the fourth and eighteen? He very clearly passed the line to gain just because the electronic TV line is off doesn't make the line to gain different. He was. A yard and a half over the line again. There was no need to review that call. Okay, fair the, enough. The, the pickup on the Neal pickup pa- interception, that was clear as day to me. Like, no, 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 no. That was the right call. I, um, I mean, I don't think there's a ton of controversial calls like everybody how do you wants not call, to. How do you not call a legal formation when you have 11 or 9 guys on the line? There was 9 guys on the line of scrimmage. You're being ticky tacky on an illegal formation. Like that did not win them or cost them the game. Like if you call that, if you now make if that you call, were, if you made the argument with me that the tight end or whoever caught the ball fumbled it inside the five, it's a close I can, call. I can I can understand that argument. It's but a close call. An illegal procedure. You know how many holds there are throughout a game that aren't called, and you're gonna go with uh, an illegal formation with more people on the line. Come on, man. Like you guys are trying to take away from how awesome this game actually was. And I get it. It's a And M. Hate A and M. I just don't really think don't like LSU. I just don't think it's the greatest football. It was awesome. It was super entertaining. It was. I just don't think it, it was the greatest. The best college football game this year. Yeah, I'll give you that. But it's not the greatest game ever played. I mean, okay, so I, I understand like the clutch place part of it. I mean, that's opportunistic in my opinion. It's it's part of 
having the availability to have those seven overtimes is going to give you that opportunity. I'm I'm not arguing that. What, what I think is that ultimately what led to this tie, what led to this game going this fucking long, which in, in my opinion is worthless. Like this game went on far too long to settle something that was innocuous. I mean, LSU ruined their whole season by losing this game, but. So, so then how did, how did that not have implications? Because if LSU would have won this game, they'd be sitting at number five in the polls right now. And if Georgia loses, they make the college football playoff. Like, everything was on the line. We're pushing us past this game to another game that had a lot of points but was not as close. Ohio State destroys Michigan 62-39. to 39. Jim Hallball, four years in a row, not winning to, to the Buckeyes. What is Jim's problem in Columbus? Uh, it's a hard place to win. And what Dwayne Haskins has done for Ohio State is something special. I mean, he's pretty much broken every single record that there is at Ohio State. I don't, I don't think Michigan is a hard place to win. I think it Jim Harbaugh... At, at, no, no, no. It was at, uh, you know, it was at the Horseshoe. Yeah. Right, right. However, we're looking at Jim Harbaugh's body. I don't think being at Michigan is the hardest, like, is a hard place to win at. This yeah, guy has been given so much. Well, here's the thing, though. It's fucking rivalry weeks. Like, you, you go and you put everything on the line. Losing a game 39-62 doesn't tell me you put anything on the line. It means you, you sent your, your khakis to the cleaners, the same cleaners you've done every week since you got there. It means you picked up your khakis and you showed up for work just the same as you've done every game since you got there. Jim Harbaugh has been a bad football coach for the Michigan program, and they want to rely on him like he's some messiah to them. He hasn't done jack shit for them, and he sure as fuck can't beat Ohio State. So what the hell is he hanging around for? Honestly, the hottest coach on the hot seat should be Jim Harbaugh. This guy should lose his job. I mean, yeah, you took Michigan to ten and two. However, look at your body of work. You can't beat your rivals, Ohio State, at all. You can't recruit for shit because you lost Wilton Spate to a transfer, and now you got Shea Patterson, another transfer, who still can't get the job done. Your recruiting has been piss poor. I mean, even when you had guys like Jabril Prepper, Jabril Peppers go to the NFL and be talked about as much as he was, what'd you do with him? Not very much. So at the end of the day, Harbaugh's record is starting to show, and it's not any better than any middle-tier team anywhere else in the country. So let me get this straight. Michigan was ranked what going into this game? Four. Four. How many losses did they have? Two. One. 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 Who did they lose to? Oh, Notre Dame. So you're telling me that this year Jim Harbaugh has not coached phenomenal for Michigan? I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's any different than what, what he's been bringing to the table. Dude, I think that they were a great team. I think Jim Harbaugh did a really good job. I think Urban Meyer is one of the most underrated coaches in college football. I don't think he's underrated mm. at all. I wouldn't call him underrated. Where would you rank him on the on the on top coaches and current and current coaches current still coaches. coaching top yeah. ten easy. I'd say top five, top three. I would say top three, yeah, yeah, if yeah. not the second. Top five or top Nick three. Yeah. yeah. So that's not how's that over? No one talks about him in the top five coaches right because now because he's had some some issues or scandals <clears throat> or whatever. I want to talk about something you just said about Jim Hallbar's you know good season. What is so I, hard for you to say about his name? I, I say Jim's name however I want after <laughs> you get blown out like this. Um, I think his season is being masked by how bad the Big Ten is this year. I mean, their wins are over teams are are not spectacular. They play Nebraska, Maryland, a down Wisconsin, a very down Michigan State, a Penn State team that's also down Rutgers and Indiana. Like they they skate by Indiana. They you know they barely beat Northwestern. Like these the Big Ten is down this year, and I think Ohio State just exposed Michigan. It's it's you know Michigan puts up or holds their opponents 142 points this season and give up 62 to Ohio State. Like it's just the first high powered team they've played. And I think they literally just got exposed uh, against a rival, which is a bad look. Yeah, no, after I, being I, promised a lifetime job on the yep. off season. No, I, I hear you, man. Let me let me ask you a question though. 
Who's what's better, the Pac-12 or the Big Ten? Big Ten. Big Ten. Big Ten. Okay, so then, what do you think about Washington State? Uh, can't play in the snow. Big, yeah. Big problems. In but the what weather. about? So they they were what one lost team going into it, yep. and then they lost to Washington last week, which was ranked higher in a worse conference. So. I get what you're saying. I just don't think that the Big Ten is as bad as you think it is because Penn State's ranked um, in the top 12. Michigan was ranked in the top 10. It is. Wow. You guys are all over this, man. You're saying that Penn State is a better football team. Than Texas? Yes. Than Texas? Yes. West Virginia. Washington at 11. Washington State at 13. Yeah, and I think that if you put Penn State up against Washington, it'd be a close game. I think if you put Penn State up against Washington State, it'd be a close game because teams aren't physical. The pack, the, the LSU the only team. dropped to ten. Florida's at nine, and UCF's at eight. Yeah. Okay. So I don't get why you're bringing the SEC into it. I'm trying to compare these teams. Are, are, you're, you I'm really comparing think... the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. You really? Well, think the Pac-12 State is, is the good? worst of the the power worst five. of the worst. Yeah. yeah. And they no, in the Pac-12 won't get just, someone into the playoffs. I'm just saying, everyone was all over Mike Leach and how awesome of a job he was doing with Washington State, and they're in the worst conference ever, and then they lose to a 23-ranked Washington team. No one's all over Mike Leach for it, but when Jim Harbaugh loses to a rival, same kind of situation in a different conference, well, everyone's okay, all over I'll say this. Why? Because it's Michigan. Because, because here's the thing. Michigan— it's a it's No, a, but here's, here's the thing. Washington State, who you're comparing Mike Leach— to Jim Harbaugh, Michigan are not comparable teams. How? Because the pedigree of well, Michigan well, versus the pedigree yeah. of Washington State are different. Right. The expectations are different. The booster clubs are very different. And what I'm saying is Harbaugh has not done a terrible job record-wise. When you look at it, he went 10-3, and 10-3. Eight and five, and he's now ten and two right now. I'm not saying the record is bad, Chad. What I'm saying is the job he's doing is bad because in four years, although he's only lost what six, eleven, thirteen games, four of those have been to Ohio State. To me, that's always unacceptable. How? Always. How can you say a guy that wins ten wins? If you if you told me right now, hey, we could get. What's his postseason record? Who the fuck cares? What's Texas (laughs) been? What's Texas has been? If you told me and right we fire now, all those coaches. And we've been told, going through coaches. Yeah, but if you told me right now that we could get Jim Harbaugh and win 10 games a year, would you take it? Not if Tom Herman's giving me 10 wins too. This is the first, what? He has an opportunity to win 11. And he's got to win the next two. Jim Harbaugh's already won 10 and hasn't even been in the postseason yet. <clears throat> all right, moving on to the SEC in the Iron Bowl. Auburn good. kept it close. What? Through the half, but Alabama peels away in the second half, scoring, outscoring Auburn thirty-five to seven, something ridiculous like that. The second stringers come in in the fourth quarter. Alabama fifty-two, Auburn twenty-one. Hey, Tua actually played a little bit of the fourth quarter. Okay, finally threw his first fourth quarter touchdown. That was nice of him. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's gonna win the Heisman. I don't. Dude, this no one was so them. hard to watch because they just got our hopes up. Yeah, they kept it close for two quarters. This was like the Iron Bowl that Haley and I went to in Tuscaloosa, where we were the only Auburn fans in our entire section. And for the first half of the game, it was like, wow, we're we're only down by a touchdown. It's right there. And then Saban just out coaches Gus Malzone in the second half to a level like almost as bad as Urban Meyer out coaches Jim Harbaugh. Uh just just hard, and you know they're saying that Gus Malzone's contract is being restructured so he can stay. He's going to take less money. Um, <laughs> they're going to restructure <laughs> and then fire him. <laughs> yeah, next year though. Yeah. Um, let's move back to the Pac-12 and talk about the Washington Washington State game. This one was played in the snow. If you're a fan of weird looking games on TV, it was you love this one. It was weird because the field started as a green field. You could see everything on the field. It was just a light a light drizzle of snow. And then by like halftime they were pulling tractors out and trying to scrape the snow off. And by the end of it it was like two to three inches of snow on the field. It was uh it was wild. Washington State never got the offense going. Um I mean Washington didn't really either, but uh, they did enough to win, and uh, they're going to the Pac-12 championship. 
Uh, there's a bunch of games we can talk about. Notre Dame survives the USC 24-17. Yeah, I wouldn't say survives. I mean, they, they handily... They had that thing up by uh, two touchdowns late in the game and uh, let off the gas a little bit, gave USC one at the end. Uh, the beginning of the game was surprising. USC looks like they were a team that I hadn't seen all year. Uh, defense was flying all over the field. They looked like the most athletic team out there. And then Notre Dame finally woke up and said, no, this isn't happening. We're going to take this game. A, a score that surprised me was Clemson 56, South Carolina 35. I'm not sure if I'm surprised that South Carolina was able to hold Clemson to 56 or that they found a way to put up 35 on supposedly the best defense in college football. This game was close for a while. I mean, you look at South Carolina's quarterback. He threw for over 500 yards and five touchdowns. I mean, the offense was clicking. And if they had any ha- any sort of defense on, on the Gamecock side, um, this game's a lot closer than it looks. But uh, that first half, I mean, they, they, they kept with Clemson for, for a little bit. I mean, it was 21, uh, 28-21 going into halftime. So um, give credit to South Carolina. That, that was a team that I was very high on at the beginning of the year. Florida denies Florida State the opportunity to go to a bowl game the first time in, I, don't, I forget what the numbers is, but it's like 15-plus years since Florida State has not made it, been bowl eligible. Uh, 41-14, Knowles, a rough season. Yeah, I watched none of it, um, but that's got to be pretty sweet in a rivalry game, you know, being the <coughs> the team, being Florida and going, hey, you know, I know it's just one game, you know, we're clearly doing okay, you know, obviously this means a lot more to y'all, so enjoy your, enjoy your time off. So here's the numbers. It's the first time Florida State has had a losing record since 1976. Jesus. And the first time they won't appear in a bowl game since 1982. I was a little off. Yeah, I knew it was a long time. Quite some time. It was more than 15 years. 35 years. (laughs) Gentlemen, any games you want to talk about before we pick chicken wings? Oh, Baylor beat Texas Tech. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, shout out Mark Helfrich, the coach of Boise State. I know you were real curious about that, uh, Mr. Knows It All. They beat Utah State 33-24. Just going to another, uh, what is it, UAAC or whatever the hell their conference is? Uh, Minnesota beats oh, Wisconsin West. for the first time in like some ridiculous amount of time. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say 15-ish years. <laughs> and uh, Charlie Strong's on the hot seat after uh, a huge loss. To UCF. Oh, let me guess. They went seven and five. They did go seven and five. Speaking of seven and five, Cal beats Colorado, ending the season seven and four. Where are the Cal haters now? Huh? Where's Colorado's where are the coach? Cal haters? Uh, he's fishing. He's fishing. Oh yeah, he's fired. He's fishing somewhere. Is Boom! He, called he, that one. You want to talk Oklahoma, West Virginia? You want to? I don't say know, that? but he should be. Uh, <laughs> points, 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 baby. No, they want a lot of points. Fire yeah. I now, to fire him. dude. Can y'all, USC's hey, keeping Clay Helton. What the fuck is that about? It's guys, his second year. I want to ask y'all a question. It's trash. Can y'all listen for half a second? No, how's the Deadpool doing? We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, I want to ask y'all who y'all wanted to win the Oklahoma-West Virginia uh, game. And, and for reasonings why. I wanted I wanted West Virginia because of the, the classless way that they handled themselves in Austin after beating UT. Um, I wanted to get a rematch at Will Greer and West Virginia. Uh, I think both teams are very similar. Not much defense, a lot of offense. Um, it was it was the better of two evils, in my opinion. But uh, I want to know what y'all thought in that West Virginia OU game. Yeah, you want me to tell you who I wanted to win? Yeah, that's what I wanted I asked. Oklahoma to win. And the reason being is because what's better than beating Oklahoma? Beating them twice. Beating them twice. So I also think that we match up a lot better with Oklahoma because Oklahoma is a one-trick pony. As long as we can bring some defense and stop some people, our offense is going to put up mad points on them. They can't guard and our receivers. They can't guard our receivers, but we sure as hell can disrupt them. So, again, I like our chances against OU, and I like the fact we get to beat them twice. You know what's better than one golden hat? A golden hat and a Big 12 title. Oh! I was wondering where you were going. <laughs> you, you done that I was wondering where you were going with that. Fair enough. 
That's all I needed to know. I mean, where are you going with this? Let's do chicken wings. Where are you going with this? He accepted it. I guess. <laughs> so let me ask you this. If West Virginia would have won, they could have still won a gold hat and a Big 12 championship. So, Right. Exactly. Yeah, I, I so want... Who do, you, who do you want to win? <laughs> he didn't really give us an answer. No answer. <laughs> to answer the question, I did want West Virginia just to get redemption. <laughs> no. Let's do chicken wings. Hold on, Brian, when y'all are. We are having chicken wings tonight. <coughs> Who do you want to go first? Uh, Dale, why don't you go last, coach? <clears throat> Domingo told me some secrets earlier. Mm. We're having classic barbecue. Mm. Mm. With classic buffalo. I think he's going to switch it up on us this week. Oh my God, aren't you? You're the last two in a row. I've had two in a row. All right, and there's our break. Two. <laughs> I'm going to go with no, no, no. We had that last week. Uh, no, we've had that two weeks ago. I'm going to go with the... Uh, ooh, that's not a bad one. You know what? It's either Korean barbecue, Caribbean jerk, and you, you turned me on. It's going to be the jerk. I like it, Chad. It took you 16 seconds to answer the fucking question. Ballot, take us to a break. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? So it's just me, trust me Something in the air just above me Something like a dream state You call it a clean break Do you feel the vibes, baby? Do you feel the vibes? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz I'm your host, Dale 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 Gribble how are we doing on them show bets? I can Alright, well I'll tell you Um... Right now, Pittsburgh is uh, holding suit. Ten minutes left in the game. Uh, that plus 11 and a half, they are actually up by five points. So a little room to play with. Uh, however, Wisconsin and NC State uh, is a lot Made some more, halftime adjustments. A lot more high scoring than they made the uh, rims bigger. Yeah, no shit. Uh, 57-52 with 11.30 to go in that game. Uh, we need under 141 right we now. Some, we need some... Some hardcore defense in this <laughs> right one. Right now we're at 109, so we need less <laughs> less than 40 points here. Less than, what, 30 points? 32? 30. 32 points. Uh, the rest of the game. For 11 and a half minutes. They've already 30. scored 44. 113. Yeah, that one. Um, why don't you let us know what the, the chicken, fl- chicken wing flavors were? We are having barbecue wings. Classic barbecue. Damn. with the win. Ended my two-week streak. You gotta listen to the bird. I should listen to the if bird. If you want to know what the word is, well, I've been sitting on that side of the table the past couple weeks. So, bird is the word. That's what I'm trying. Bird's to always you. the word. Um. All right. What do we got next, Bell? We're getting into Texas ten. Uh, I don't think there's any reason to talk about the Texas Kansas game. Let's talk a little, uh, mm-hmm. little Texas hoops, huh? Exciting weekend in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. We could definitely talk about that. I forgot the game was on uh, against North Carolina. Yeah, so did we. We were watching something that didn't matter. Right. And then I was like, oh, wait. I was watching some stupid football game, and I was like, oh, no, I forgot the Texas play today. Um, I turned it on at the very end of the game, about the last two minutes, maybe less, um, to see Texas close it out. So, big win over a top-10 team. Uh, Texas has a very good record against North Carolina. Yeah, we own North Carolina. Uh, Texas was down big early. And then they did the exact opposite thing against Michigan State, where they went up big early and ended up losing the game. I'm they could not miss to start that game against Michigan State. That one I did watch. Yeah, but I, I said it over the weekend that that's got to be the best strategy in college basketball. Just get down by 15 in the first five minutes, let your coach ream you during a timeout, and then come win by three. That just It's just always how it seems to work out. So uh, I'm going to be looking for... For those spots, for a little, for a little live wagering, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, but you know what? What's going on with Texas basketball right now, Mister Knows It All? Oh well, let's see. Um, where did you even want to start? Uh, I will say we have some promising freshmen. All right, our freshman class is pretty damn good. Yep. Um, Kerwin Roach is. A if it piece. wasn't for Kerwin Roach right now, uh, they would be 0 and 4, or 0 and 5, or 0 and 6, whichever they're at right now. I think they're 0 and 6. Um, but I mean they've they've done well. Their offense what is trash. They're like six and one. Five no, no, no. One. They're 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 five and one. They lost Michigan State. 
Um, but without Cameron or without Kerwin Roach, they wouldn't even be in any of these games. I take that back. They would have won one because he didn't play one game. Um, but Shaka Smart is one of the worst coaches I think in Texas basketball history. The offense looks t- stagnant all the time. There's no movement. I say this every year. I don't know how they win games because they're winning off of just defense turnovers. Yeah, it, it's 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 terrible to watch. This should be Shaka Smart's last year. Hitting contested shots. I mean, it, it's literally. And the only guys. By the way, by the way, um, I yeah, thought you didn't Dylan, see where I was going with that at the beginning, did you? I thought Dylan Osikowski was a grad transfer senior last year. Uh, clearly, he's still there. No, no, he cut his hair, so they don't know who he is. Anymore. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, I was like, wait, who is this? Osikowski? Is that his brother? No, he's got the same tattoos. Uh, it threw me off. I thought he was a. That grad are still transfer. all undone. Yeah, it's I, terrible artwork. I thought he was a grad transfer, honestly, but uh, he's still there, so that's cool. I like Dylan. Um, the uh, he is a grad transfer. He has eligibility. You get one year of eligibility as a grad transfer. No. Your eligibility is based on a different clock. So he graduated in three years, grad might, transferred. He and might not have played redshirted. all of his years. Gotcha. Or redshirted. Um, I've been impressed with uh, with Hayes. Is that his name? Hayes, the sophomore? Big man? Yeah, Hayes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he should start over Sims, to be honest with He's you. He's a hell of an athlete, man. Um, he reminds me a little of... Mm. I don't even know who I would classify him as. Was he's it got, James Thomas? He's got so much spring. I would say uh, kind of Anthony Davis when Anthony Davis was with Kentucky shot blocking. Gotcha. He's just always around the rim blocking shots, um, which is phenomenal. And he can actually slam that shit home on yeah. the other end. So um, I think he's a little better in Sims. I'll see how he progresses. But uh, Matt Coleman is not progressing at no, all. He's got he, worse. He, he does not look good. Um Febris is still not there yet. Um, it looks like the development's just not there with these guys, and that's what's going to be tough going into the Big 12 stretch. So uh, I'm not real hopeful this year, it's the Big to be completely honest. Is the Big 12 all that good besides Kansas? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got some 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 teams. Iowa State's pretty good. Tech is pretty damn good. Tech's really good. Um, but, hey, guys, I got to stop us right there because if we talk any more college basketball, we won't be able to talk about the Big 12 championships and the football. I know we're going to pick the game in the inverse impressions, but I'm sure everyone has thoughts on the second coming of OU Texas we're gonna talk in about... Dallas. Sorry, keep going. In Just, Dallas. What are, your, what are your thoughts on the game? No, Coach. I was going to ask if we were going to talk about the Kansas game at all. No, we're not. Okay. You missed nah, that part. No. Nah. He did he did mention that. Bummer. Um Unless you have a real yeah, quick Yeah, go thought. ahead, coach. You look like you're ready to go. <laughs> well, since you asked, Ballad, um last time Texas was in a Big 12 championship was against Nebraska 2009. All field goals. All field goals. The field goal game. And Texas won 12-9. You were there, right? I was there. So shouldn't you be there this time? Texas won a championship. I will not go this time. Keep the tradition going? No. Because uh, I can watch on as big of a TV as I would be watching there. So it's really oh, irrelevant. Oh, Where are you going to find a 90-foot TV? I got it. Don't okay. worry about At it. At your house? I know a guy. Oh, sure, bud. Sure. Here's the thing. Uh, Someone tried oh, to... Did he just say sure B-word? Mm. Oh, he did. That's wow. true. Nice catch. Wow. Here's the thing. Twice. We beat them at the Cotton Bowl, also in Dallas. We will beat them in Jerry World in Arlington because Texas owns Texas. Oklahoma does not own Texas. And regardless of the time, OU sucks. And that baseball playing, tiny ball throwing, scared motherfucker Kyler Murray is going to be just as scared this time. If we can get some pressure on Kyler Murray, I think Texas is going to have a good chance to win a Big 12 title. You mispronounced his name. It's Kryler Murray uh, because when we beat him again, he's going to cry just like he did the first time. Um, he still will not acknowledge that Sam Ellinger is a respectful athlete. Uh, he's a punk-ass bitch. And hey, have you ever signed a $4.6 million signing bonus? No. Man, you shut your mouth. Uh, so but what, we is he, will what is he upset about? Those dumb pieces of shit Well, again. this isn't first impression, so we don't need you to tell us who's going to win. But Kyler Murray's going to come back for another year, man. Come on. No, no way. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Let's just go ahead and jump right into first impressions. Hell no. Or, no, wait. We got uh, 
We got uh, front page news. Who do you think you are? I am. I'm just. I'm just saying, guys. Like the way that Texas plays in the fourth quarter, like it's not good. It's not not good. It's not good. We'll talk about our first impressions. All right, let's get into Mr. Knows It All's favorite segment on the show. That's front page news. Yeah, baby. And I want to start with a piece of legislation that's going to the Texas House soon. About time, boys. House Bill four, uh, 412. Yep. A Basically, this is a bill that will make it illegal for UT and A&M not to play Thanksgiving weekend. The bill is structured, though, so that if a team denies or refuses to play, that they will not be able to award academic athletic scholarships the following year. How awesome is this? Wait, what? Yeah, they're going to take away funding from the university if they don't play. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm so excited. This is a joke, Coach man. Looks this, upset. This, coach looks upset, but I can't guy, wait. I love it. Guy, I love it. This is a joke. Come on, Coach man. looks so mad. This is a joke. Let Let me just go ahead and explain to you guys. There's no I, way this bill goes through, by the way. I'm on legislative no, no analysis. This bill doesn't make itself to a committee. This thing is going to die exactly where it is. Well, no which, shit. That's why it's which fucking is awesome. Filing. This is fucking stupid. This is dumb. This is a dumb waste of time. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't... I could probably pick a lot of bills that are a dumb waste of time. At least it's funny and it makes the news. It is funny. It is funny. Yeah, Larson, whoever you are, Congressman Ford. Larson. That's why it's Bill Twelve. Good, good for you. Good for it's you, just Congressman the order Larson. in which it was filed. That's what I'm saying. That's what's 412 bills. You think they have time to look at all fucking 412 of them? Dude, they're yeah. gonna file a thousand more before this shit is over. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And they are gonna look at all of them. Yeah, they, people they might, got. They might look at it, but no, they man. Discuss them. Here's the problem: people got to read hey, this hey, shit. Hey, nobody gives a shit. Move on to the next one, Ballad. Last time Texas A&M played, a guy named Mac Brown was coaching. He's taking a couple years off, but now he's moving on to the University of North Carolina, where he's going to coach the Tar Heels next season. Are you going to correct him or am I? What? What did? What did I, I didn't why, even. Listen. Why did you bring up A&M when you're talking about Mac Brown? The last time a and last time Texas beat I think oh, I, yeah. played A and M. I think that's what he okay. meant. Yeah. Okay. Beat A and M. I slightly I understood that. I saw you just start rolling, like rubbing your head. I no, because like, oh. I don't know how I, I said feel. The last time the Texas know. beat A and M. No, you coach. said the. I may have you, misheard it. You I'm said sorry. the last time A and M played, you left out. T- but yes, that's I understood fine. what you. You know what? It was I misheard it. We'll check the tape later. Regardless, the implication. I'm torn on this. I'm torn on this. This story. Who's the starting quarterback for Texas in that game? Case McCoy. Case McKeeya. <laughs> Ever heard of him? No. Es esta Juan Ocupado. <laughs> I'm torn on this story, man. I'm glad Max going back to his alma mater. I don't know how good of a hire this is going to be. It's a fucking terrible hire. Hold on. Bet the house that he leaves the most wins in North Carolina <laughs> history. How many does he need to win, or does he already have it? Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's really the only reason he's going back, is what you're saying. Um, Why not? He gets a statue. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, and then he'll get one at UT as well. Uh, once he saying. once he retires from there. How many coaches have two statues? Yeah, probably statues Bear. Bryant. I would say Bear need. Bryant has two statues. Well, Bear let me ask you this: Why do you think it's not a good hire? I mean, the guy's been out of coaching for six years, see, almost six years. See Herm Edwards next. Woo! Herm Edwards like, is a pro coach that went to college, but was out of coaching for ten years. Yeah, you just said it was the timing thing. Herm Edwards went from. Okay. Pro to college. Here, here's the thing. Herm Edwards was on a national analyst scene. Mac Brown has been working for the Longhorn Networks. No, no, no he's been with ESPN. As an analyst. Yeah. Next. Next. That's true. Yeah. That one's no good. Um, he's I still just, a terrible coach. That one's never good. Well, my argument is a ballot. I'm just a Mac Brown hater. That's your argument. And no, no, he's no, not, no, no, I'm not. Here's not. why. Here's hold why on, it's hold a on. Let me finish. Let me finish what I'm talking about. At UT, he had boosters. He he had all the money in the entire world. North Carolina football does not bring in the money. North Carolina basketball is the only thing that matters. Nobody gives a shit about football at North Carolina. That's not true. North Carolina was ranked three years ago. Yeah, they're still they're in the suck. top ten. Nobody three cares. Years ago. They have every every reason. I mean, they're not good. Where Mitchell Trubisky play? Yeah, they're not good. So you have to bring in someone who could who has experience winning, knows how to build a program, 
And Mac Brown. You think is Mac Brown wants guy. to spend six years at, no- at North Carolina to build a program? He's almost seventy years old. Hold on, Ballard. younger than Les Miles and barely older than Nick Saban. Hold on, let me let me tell you this. This is a bad hire for North Carolina because they instead of looking at coaches that have been there before, they should be looking at an up and coming coach that can be there for twenty to twenty five years, rather than looking at someone just for five to five to ten years. Look at long term here, because he's not going to be there for ten years. He's seventy years old. Yeah, maybe not, but maybe in, not. Then why don't you look for just, someone? Because in said. in five years he can put the program on the right. Are you kidding me? I just said that. I said why would he? No, you talked him? about boosters and shit like that. Did I? Did I not just say he's not going to be on. there for? Hold on, I want to. I want to address the most egregious comment, which was that Les Miles is older than Mac Brown because Les Miles was born in '53. Les Miles is '65. Mac Brown is seventy. Yeah, he's not seventy. Yeah, he is. Mac Brown's old as fuck. He's, he's sandwiched between Nick Saban and Les Miles, so he's not too I old to, like re- 60, I'll check to rejoin this, coaching. I, I thought he was like sixty, and not maybe not seventy, but I thought he was like sixty, sixty-five or sixty-six, something like that. Sixty-seven. He was sixty-seven. Born in fifty-one, two years before Les Miles. Did I not just say that? No, you said Les Miles was older than Mac Brown. Okay, I mixed them up. I got Nick Saban and Les Miles mixed up, but he's sandwiched in between them. Yep. So to my point, he's not too old to rejoin coaching. And sure, he's yeah, not the long-term solution for North Carolina. I'm not saying he is, but he is a coach who could bring a lot of energy into a program and is going to bring a lot of recruits. If there's yep. anything you can say about Mac Brown, if he is a recruiter who can bring kids to UNC that they would not get in the past. And that's the kind of jumpstart you need for a team who's getting out of a lot of trouble after the last year, who had success but is coming off a really bad season. I think it's a great hire. And by the way, you just have to adjust your expectations if you're North Carolina. You're not going to go get a Nick Saban. You're not going to go get an Urban Meyer. So you have to get what you can. And I think the, the Mac Brown hire, people are going to— I bet they're paying him a lot of money. And, yeah, but you get it. They have coming. money new guy you don't go after the old guy that's been sitting and doing nothing for so long um i i get what you're saying though i think he will be good for the program for a little while not long term my only issue with it is that more players were arrested under mac brown than any other coach at texas so it's it's not really like mac had a great track record and he let so many things slide under his tenure but that being said I think Max still has some good years left in him. So and I, I think that he'll do better than what this current coach did this past year for sure. So, and he's going to be the winningest coach in North Carolina history. You're right. He is He is a great recruiter. But I don't know if that bodes well for building a team 10 years down the road because you saw what Charlie Strong had to deal with. And then the fallover from that was what Tom Herman had to deal with in certain players. Um, and now they're playing for Big here, 12 Championship. Here's the thing. If well, yeah, it takes – well, it's been seven years since Mac Brown has been gone. But look, here's here's the thing: if you're looking to correct the the abuse and the substance of the program, Mac Brown's not the greatest hire for that. If you're trying to win now and trying to increase the pedigree, to me, Mac Brown is not the hire for that. So ultimately, what you're trying to do one way or the other, Mac Brown's not the future for you. It's it, it's to me not a great hire. It's a PR. So we, it's a PR hire, in my opinion. Only time will tell. But we got to move on to another coaching search that's happening just just down the street from us in San Marcos. Texas State has hired or fired Coach Everett. We all know that, and they are looking for their next head coach. And the number one candidate right now is our Bryles' son, offensive coordinator of Houston, Kendall Bryles. What are your thoughts? How is that the front runner? What 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 is this report you're getting? It's from collegescoop.com. It's it is literally everywhere. It's legit. it's from the onion.com. Uh legit news source. Uh I don't like can it. Can you can you find another front runner for me? I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Um I've also heard somebody say why doesn't Cliff Kingsbury come back to the Texas Hill Country? He's from New Braunfels. Why I've don't also, you go to Texas State? I've also heard that Texas it's State has hired mentioned. an outside marketing firm to help them with their search for a new head coach. That is true. Which is a weird thing in my opinion. 
Like, if you know what kind Texas of head coach that. you're going after, like Texas did that when they were looking for an AD. I, I was just, but that's an AD. That's different. Yeah, that's that's an, a director of. Athletic but I think they did have a they did have a committee. They had a committee that hired Charlie Strong. Yeah, but that's because they didn't have a, an athletic director in place at that point. Fair. Um, here's the issue with Texas State is that they are screwed from the top down. The athletic director needs to be fired. Everyone else needs to be fired. And they need to get a better grasp on this because Texas State football is a fucking joke. And there's even talk of them not even having a fucking football team. Oh. So there is a lot that needs to happen besides just a head coach. They need to start taking this thing seriously. They barely pack. They don't even pack the stadium. They don't even mm. fill up one side of the stadium. They don't even fill up the bottom part of the stadium. No. It is that bad. So until they get a grasp on that, the head coach isn't going to matter because they're not taking football seriously at Texas State. To be completely honest, you know, the they should have stayed FBS or um, FCS instead of switching to FBS because they have not put the time or resources into helping the football team do anything. I agree. Yeah, the I mean, I've been on record about. saying the athletic director definitely has to go, but. You know, it'd be really easy to to be high and mighty and say that that we don't want our our uh, Kendall Bryles because of all the past. But I'm getting on the bandwagon that I'm I'm a I'm a second chance guy now because Kendall Bryles would be great for Texas State football. The reputation, sure, you know, hard to look past, you know, easy to get upset about. But if we're just looking at X and O's and what it takes to be a great or to make progress as a college football team. It's a coach that has won and has experience. And I think Kendall Browse is a great candidate for that. Uh, I don't even know who the fuck you are anymore because every time you go, we, Baylor, what do you yeah, do? yeah. The Snapchat, I get, fuck you, Baylor. That's yeah. mostly directed at his dad. And I don't care. G three. I don't care. He knew just as much as his dad did. I don't want that plague coming to San Marcos. And then we got to hear about it 10 years down the road that, Oh, all the players coming to Texas State that are so good and helped us get into bowl games. They're all raping girls all over the campus. At least it makes it relevant football. Exactly. Good God. I don't, want, not really, I don't want that relevancy. And we're not in really in a position to be picky, by the way, when it comes to our head coaching search. Why not? No, get we're, that play out. Here's the thing. Why not? Because, because we're, we're trash. Yeah. And the, the, they don't put resources into it. Okay, so exactly. You don't have a lot of pristine coaches so you wanna that be, give you the opportunity to interview. You want to bring a piece of scum? Be there. So you're going to bring a piece of scum down to San Marcos? And... How is he a piece of scum? He's coaching for U of H. He's already coaching at U of H under Major Applewhite. And you're going to call him a piece of scum? Because he's never released exactly hold on, who hold all on, knew hold about hold what. On, he here's the thing. <clears throat> First of all, Texas State, on its own, even under Everett Withers and prior coaches, has had a problem with athletes doing bad things and being kept around on the program. Texas State's football program is not squeaky clean, regardless of whether they're good or not at football. I I, I think you just need to bring in... A programming directive to 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 better your programs, and and, and that starts start? from the inside. Yeah, I, I think it starts it starts from the from AD. The it starts from. I mean, here's the thing: Texas State's basketball has also been very good on both men and women's, but it hasn't been as great as it could be. And I think that starts from our athletic director, hundred percent. I think we can all agree there. Baseball's pretty good, <clears throat> but again, w- when are we getting out of regionals? When are we going to regionals where we have chances to? It, it's not happening. And, and, and that's the thing is that even the good programs are struggling because it starts from the programming at the top. And, and, and that's institutional. And I think institutionally, Texas State Athletics has to change before it can really rely on a head coach to do anything and take a directive anywhere. I think that's the problem is that the directive is not there for the athletics program and that leaves head coaches in a fluster when it comes to winning games and leading a program to something better. So I I, I think Kendall Bryles, maybe it's good, maybe it's not. We'll have to wait and see. But I think Texas State just needs a new direction for all of their athletics to start taking a next step forward. We don't have time for this story, but Randy Etzel has the most ridiculous contract Look it up if you haven't seen it. Uh, let's get into first impressions. Uh, we're gonna talk the top five or power five conferences. Starting with the big, uh, the Pac-12. Uh, Utah taking on Washington. Washington is a five-point favorite on a neutral site. Dale, what's your first impression? 
Uh, where are they playing? Neutral. Neutral. That does it say where? What I state? I don't have it written down. Uh, okay. Um, then I will take Washington by touchdown. Uh, coach. I'm going back to our regular order of how we do this, by the way. We missed it up last time. What did you say? You take Washington? Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking Utah. Uh, I am also going to take Utah. Washington coming off a big win against a rival. Uh, I think it's a letdown spot. Give me Utah. Mister? Give me Coach Peterson. Uh, going on to do, we'll do the Big 12 last. Uh, SEC, Bama. Taking on Georgia in Atlanta. Dale, this one's in Atlanta, if you're wondering. Have this one up here in the noggin. Thanks. Uh, Georgia is a 13-point dog in the SEC championship. Home dog. Well, neutral site. But, home, home dog. Uh, Mr., what's what's your first impression? Oh, I would love to say that Bama just blows them out, but Georgia's going to cover this game. Mark my words. Yeah, I've got a new rule. you got to take, take, take double digits than a game that's supposed to be close. So I'll take Georgia here as well. Coach? I'll take uh, Alabama. And Dale. This one's in Atlanta. Yeah, I'll take Alabama as well. Okay, moving on to the ACC championship. Clemson taking on Pitt at a neutral site somewhere in the United States, if you're wondering. Uh, Pitt is a 26-point dog in this game. Holy shit, Dale. What's your first impression? This game is at Bank of America Stadium in North Carolina. Oh, oh okay. It's good to know. Um, that helps with my uh, with my prediction. 61 um, degrees, chance of rain. I'll go with Clemson just for that reason alone. Coach? What's the line? 26. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> it's gonna be that 26? Bad, yeah, give me. I'll just go ahead and take the points. Fuck it. Let me Give me Pitt. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I took him tonight. I'm going to take him in football, too. I like that. I'm going to go against what I just said, and only because this one's not supposed to be close. I'll take Clemson here in a massive blowout. Oh, my God. Bet wow. the house. Bet These the house. Guys. I'm betting the house on this one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Give me Pittsburgh and the points. Yes. I love it. Uh, Mr. Knows it all. What about in the, oh, give me the, the big second ten. biggest – the second weekest conference, the Big Ten. Give me the Big Ten. Northwestern taking on Ohio State. What's the line? 14 and a half. 14 and Ohio a half State is State. not enough. Bet the house on it, Ohio State. Rolls. Chad just blew everybody's eardrums out that's listening to this. Sorry about that. I'm going the other way. Give me Northwestern here. Foolish. Two touchdowns and the hook. Big letdown Such spot for Ohio game. State. 14 and 14 and a half. half. Oh, 14 and a half? 14 and a half. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm you're seeing. locked in, buddy. Yeah, no, no. It says 14. Right here. I'm looking at it. It says 14. Well, I don't know. What... It's going down, bro. You're going to get this game at 13. Well, you're not the gambler. Time. I just got it at 14 and a half. So, what's your first impression, coach? I like getting the hook here. Go ahead and give me Northwestern in the points. Wow. So I'm talking about Dale. What's your first you impression? This is my lock of the week. Uh, Ohio State by a whole lot. By a whole lot. Betting the house. Betting the house. Betting the trailer. trailer All right, Dale. The Big 12 Championship at Jerry World in Arlington. Texas versus OU. Round two. Right now, OU a seven and a half point favorite. What's your first impression? It opened at five and a half. Um, It's only going to go up. I know. I love it. I hope it goes up further. I'm seeing it right now on a four-letter network at minus eight. But, uh, yeah, give me Texas. Another... Another disrespectful line, as we mentioned, uh, the Red River rivalry back in October. This is disrespectful in a rivalry game, neutral site. Texas has already proven they've done that. This is going to be a three-point game, win or lose for UT. Coach. Uh, I think Oklahoma's going to win this game. Um, Shit. Mm -hmm. By eight? Mm -hmm. By eight points? Mm -hmm. You know what? Texas defense has been disappointing me as of late. I think they've only gotten softer as this season has gone on, and that soft defense is going to be the letdown of the century. Go ahead and give me Oklahoma in this game. I picked them last time, and Texas won, so I'm going to pick them again. Nice. I like your consistency. Uh, Chill guy Corey been texting during the show, said, sorry, couldn't make it. Uh, 
we have a side bet on this game. I've got Texas straight up, so to hedge that, I'm going to lay the points here with OU. I just think that if it's a game where every you have to score on every offensive possession, I think it's a game that OU wins. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points here, uh, putting OU on my board. Mister knows it all. Oh, well, first off, um, NC State seventy three, Wisconsin seventy six. So it doesn't look good, boys. Uh, How much time's left? Like ten seconds? There's that, eighteen that, seconds. That means we're already over one. We're already over it. Okay. So well, we're <laughs> just yet. I don't. I'm not. I'm not very good. To it's math, not, it's, it's but... not very good. So, um, shout right. out to my pick. Oh my gosh, dude! We're a podcast. It's not <laughs> yours. <laughs> I sent that shit in. It's fucking selfish, bro. We're a group chat that does a podcast. <laughs> totally a group chat that does a podcast. Makes some side bets. I bet the house, but not on this game. Group chat. Um, Tom Herman's twenty-four and one against the spread when he is the underdog. I would be foolish not to take Texas in this game um, and the points, even though Oklahoma will win the game. I'm taking Texas and the points. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's not enough. That's not enough. I mean, this this guy just bringing out numbers out of his ass. Dale, do you even listen to our show? Every time we all pick Texas, they lose. So we're doing everyone a favor here, okay? Have you even been paying attention? Mr. Mr. Ka, that was a that was quite a stat. That was quite a sure, stat. Look it up. Hey, shut up, kissing Kate Barlow over there. Get Dwight Howard. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You you crossed the line. Peggy, you got anything else for us in first impressions? That it. Uh, that's it. And we're gonna cut Dickie V's awards till next week since you we talked about LSU and M for fifteen minutes. Wait a minute. He's you busy right now. You didn't want to talk about the AAC conference game where UCF, Shut the defending up. national championship, Shut up. is is vying for twelve and zero to go back to back undefeated years and still get snubbed from the playoffs. Shut up. I cut like six games I wanted to pick because we're you, Kirk way Street. over talking about the worst game of college football. Hey, don't history. forget Iowa State. Plays oh, this weekend as I'm well. sorry, you didn't want to talk about Iowa State versus Drake. Iowa State and Drake. Week third. If you don't think I'm involved in that game, you don't know me at all. <laughs> Better get up early. It's 11 a.m. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Mr. Knows It All. Thanks, Ballad. Thanks, Hank. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Till next week, we're the Sports Buzz. Jesus. Check that guy's neck. <laughs> His neck is fine. He's got a real skinny neck, man. He's a flamingo. Shut up. Domingo is fine, okay?